morning, we're all freaking out. <clears throat> There's some actual humor in there that you guys are going to find out here in a second. Uh, I didn't know I was preaching until about five minutes ago. Um, so who's freaking out? I mean, really? <laughs> we're in a series called Freaking Out, and uh, we've talked about stress and how we freak out when we get stressed. We talked about depression. My wife's laughing over here because I really wasn't going to preach. Um, we talked about depression and how we, we get depressed and we get discouraged and, and it changes us. It affects us physically even. Um, last week, we looked at uh, fear and worry, anxiety, and how that paralyzes us when we freak out. We live in a, in a time, in a, in a world, in a culture that, that puts a lot of pressure on us. And oftentimes our default is to freak out, um, either through stress or depression or despair or anxiety or, or fear or worry. So today, we're going to talk about peace, because there is a, a, a flip side to freaking out, and it's peace, and, and Jesus talked a lot about it. I think he talked a lot about it because he knew we would need it. Um, I think he knew exactly what we would need better than us, and so he talks about it, the the First point today, the main point, and if you have your Bibles, please turn to John chapter 14. That's where we're going to go. But, but this, is, this is the main point. God's peace is not dependent on peaceful circumstances. God's peace is not dependent on peaceful circumstances. Um, I, I think sometimes we get confused. We, we begin to think that, well, I can't be at peace because look at all the things that are happening. Well, you don't understand my outside circumstances you, surely you wouldn't be at peace either if you found out you had to preach three minutes ago. Surely you wouldn't be at peace. You don't understand my circumstances. And I think sometimes we, we wrestle with peace because we think, well, I shouldn't be at peace because look at what's happening to me. But, but peace of God is not contingent on my circumstances. Here, here's what... Uh, what Jesus says in John chapter 14, beginning with verse 27, he's talking to his disciples and he has just told them that he's going to leave them and he's going to die. And he says in verse 27, um, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, I, I do, not, do not let your hearts be troubled, do not be afraid. You have heard me say, I am going away, and I am coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to my Father, for my Father is greater than I. I have told you now, before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn 
He comes that the, so that the world may learn I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded. So basically, Jesus is saying, I am leaving you. Now, I'm not going to leave you alone. And actually, in John chapter 16, he goes on to say, hey, I'm sending a comforter who will come and help you and comfort you um, so that you're not alone, which, which I love. Um, but we'll read those verses in a little bit. But Jesus says to his disciples, okay, so in context, Jesus has lived with these disciples for three years. Every day they've been together. They, they were together morning, night, evening, good night, good night, hey, good morning, good morning. Three years of life together. And now he is springing on them that he's leaving. Whoa, well, you're the one we're following. We got into this mess because of you. You know, Jesus went along, went around and said, hey, will you follow me? And they left their jobs, they left their families, they left their, their towns, and they followed Jesus. They gave up a lot. Three years of life. Now he's saying, oh, by the way, I'm out of here. <laughs> You're what? Yeah, I'm out of here. Well, the disciples surely could have said, wait, 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 I don't have any peace. I don't... My circumstances have just changed. Whoa, you're surprising me. What's going on? I, um, last, a week and a half ago, my mom passed away. And that's a circumstance that nobody wants. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. And yet, God says, oh, no, no, our, our, my, my circumstances, Brett, your peace is not contingent on your mother being healthy or dying, your, your peace is on me. It's based on how you feel about me. And, and he says, I'm a rock. I'm a fortress. I'm a stronghold. I'm a deliverer. Psalm 23, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Like, there are be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There are tons of verses in Scripture that ground me not to my circumstances, but to my God. And my circumstances don't always bring peace. Your circumstances don't always bring peace. But God always can. And he's bigger than my circumstances. God's, God's peace is dependent upon the goodness of God. Not on, not on my circumstances. And I think I get that mixed up. And I begin to argue with God. I'm like, well, you don't understand. God, you don't understand. <laughs> what if this happens to me? What if this happens to me? Well, well, you don't understand. What if I never get married? You don't understand. What if I never have children? You don't understand. What if I never, ever get the dream job I wanted? What if I can never retire, God? You don't understand. What if, what if, what if I get cancer? What if I get COVID? What if, what if, what if, what if? And those can drive us crazy. That's what makes us freak out. Those can bring stress, anxiety, worry, depression. But none of those change the goodness of God. And so if the goodness of God is my focus, those things become peripheral distractions. 
But what if? Oh, no, no. Not what if. <laughs> we have God. But my God will. There's a, there's a magnet you're going to, to get today, and, and it's going to be handed out. Um, and on that magnet, I specifically put one in my pocket. And here it is. Um, on one side, it says, what if? On the other side, it says, but my God will. And I want you to take this magnet, and I want you to write on it. I want you to stick it on the refrigerator. Everybody has a refrigerator. Um, so you're getting those right now. They're going to hand those out. But I want you to write down your, your fears, your worries, your anxieties, your stresses. What if? You know, what if my mom passes away? Oh, no, no. But my God will. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with grieving. I don't think there's anything wrong with being sad. I'm sad. But it doesn't change the goodness of God, and that needs to be our focus. What if, but my God will. You got the application a little early in the service, but I, I want you to take one of these, I want you to, or two of them or five of them, and I want you to write stuff down. But I want you to focus on, but my God will. Because our peace comes not from our circumstances. Our peace comes from our God. And how we feel about our God and what we think about our God and what we know about our God. There's a a second point today in the sermon. You must trust in God to have the peace of God. You must trust in God to have the peace of God. I think sometimes I forget um, my trust is contingent a lot of times on my feelings. And, and here's what I forget. I forget that God loves me more than I love myself. I forget that God loves those that I love more than I do. I forget that God has a plan that's much better than the plan that I have. And if I just focused on that, Those three truths. God loves me more than I do. God loves those I love more than I do. And God has a plan for my life that is way better than the plan I have for my life. Most of my what-ifs that I would write are in those three categories. They're about me, they're about the ones I love, or they're about the things that I want to have happen, my plans. Well, I happen to believe in a God who carries all of those things in his hands and has all of those things figured out. But sometimes I feel like I want to be God. And sometimes I don't like how he does things. And I wouldn't have had my mom die. It wasn't my choice. I didn't want that. But I have to assume God has a better plan. You think through the what-ifs in your life. Well, I didn't want to be stuck in this dead-end career. Okay, but, but does God still have a, a better plan for your life than you do? Probably. Well, I didn't want to whatever. Okay, but, but do you trust that God has that under control? I didn't want to get cancer. No. But can, 
can we trust that God has a better plan? Peace does not come in our circumstances. Occasionally there's peace in circumstances, but a lot of times there's not. So our peace can't be contingent on something that varies like that. Our peace needs to be contingent on God's goodness, his character, and the fact that he loves me more than I do, he loves the people I love more than I do, and he has a better plan than I do. My wife and I have, have two foster children, and we depend on, this, on those truths all the time because we don't have any idea what two months down the road looks like, what six months down the road looks like, what a year looks like with, with Lexington and Gabbiana. But, but we constantly go back to those things, and we say, God loves them more than we do, and he's got a great plan. Yeah, but I wish I knew it. Okay. But it doesn't change that he has a great plan. But it might not be what I want. No. But God has a great plan. And the peace that we have with those two children does not come from an assurance that something in the future is going to or not going to happen. The peace that we have comes from the goodness and character of God And we know that he is who he said he was, and we know he will do what he said he will do. He loves us more than we love ourselves. He loves the people we love more than we do, and he has a better plan for our life and a better plan for their life than we would draw up with a pencil and paper. And I think I I feel pretty high for myself if I think I have a better plan. It's pretty proud when I start pushing my agenda on God. But that, that is what we do sometimes. What if, but my God will. There, there are some verses that, that talk about this. Romans 8.28 says, and we know that all things work together for good, for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Hebrews 13.5 and 6, it says, God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can, what can mere mortals, what can man do to me? Psalm 32, 7, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Hebrews 4, 16, this is my favorite verses. Hebrews 4, 16, it says, uh, let us then, it talks about prayer, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Let us boldly talk to God about how we feel because he wants to give us mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. We don't deserve that. That's crazy. But if we want the peace of God, we can't look at our circumstances and say, ah, I don't feel peace today. Oh, I feel peace. I don't feel peace. It's negative 12 this morning at my house. I don't feel any peace. <laughs> Except I've got a God that gives me peace. Unshakable. Immovable. High in character. Consistent. Never leave me, forsake me. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Let us boldly approach the throne of grace in prayer to tell God everything we need to tell him because he wants to give us grace and mercy in our time of need. Who gets that? That's amazing. 
Why does he let us have that? Because we're so good? No. Because we earned it. We deserve it. No. Because he loves us. He'll give us peace. And, and I think when, when I have peace... That was Matt Poozer saying, nope, there's nobody preaching for you. Um, <laughs> when I have peace and when I focus on the goodness of God, it causes me, it strengthens the promises of God because I look at what God has said and I say, I know who God is. I'm going to depend on those today. The promises of God are strengthened my prayers to God are strengthened and the praise of God is strengthened because all of a sudden I'm not focusing on my, my so let me just, let me talk about this with my mom. Um, so my mom passed away a Thursday ago, two Thursdays ago, and I focused, it caused me to focus again on the promises of God about heaven. And I again I again remembered what God says. About heaven because she's a godly woman and she loved God. And I focused on the promises of God and said, okay, what do I know about God? I know that, that the Bible says if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. And and no one can pluck us out of his hands. I, I have an assurance, I have a faith, I have a belief that, that what God said about heaven is true and that there is a heaven and that, that he is going there to prepare a place for us. And, and when we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation, we are children of God, joint heirs with Christ. And when we die, we go to spend an eternity with him in heaven. That's a promise that I held on to and I'm holding on to. I, I think this circumstance in my life has also really strengthened my prayers to God. And I, I, think, I think sometimes when things are going swimmingly in life, my prayers become a little shallow, a little surface. But when there's raw circumstances in my life, I tend, to, I tend to see my prayer life strengthened. And the things I'm praying and talking to God about are, are really on my heart. And I'm really telling him how I feel. And I am really desperately asking him for help. And I think that's exactly what he wants. So the promises of God, I think, are strengthened as I as I find peace in God. I think my prayers to God are strengthened. And, and I think the third one is, I think my praise in worship to God is strengthened. The, the songs that I used to listen to that, that talked about God have come alive. The, the, the worship songs we sing here have come alive. Those words, it's amazing what those words 
say. And, and now they have new meaning because I think, I think as our circumstances are toxic or sad or, or struggling and I want to freak out, and, and yet I find peace in God, as I worship God in song, I, I read those words and I'm like, those are, those are great words. Like we're singing about a God who cares about us and loves us and wants to help us in our time of need. Thank you for the reminder. I think, I think my praise to God has been strengthened. I think your praise to God will be strengthened. As you find peace in God, there, there's a, a direct correlation between how I feel about God's promises and I claim those promises, how I pray when I talk to God, and then, then thirdly, my praise to God. It's, it's amazing, that the change. John, John 16, I told you that we'd read these verses. John, John 16, um, it says, uh, then Jesus said to, verse 29, then Jesus said to his disciples, now, now you are speaking, no, now Jesus' disciples said, now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. So they had a belief moment. They're like, okay, Jesus, the things you just did earlier in chapter 16, wow, we're seeing very clearly you are God's son. You, you are the Messiah. And then he says, do you, do you now believe? Jesus replied, the time is coming, and in fact has already come, when you will be scattered, each of you, to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Basically, Jesus says to his disciples, your circumstances in life are going to be awful. In fact, they were. Every one of his disciples died for following him. And, and John did not die, but they tried to kill him. They boiled him in oil. And he lived. It's not their fault. They tried. So, all of his followers, his disciples, had terrible circumstances. And if they would have looked at their circumstances and said, okay, am I going to have peace or not? No, look at, look at my circumstances. No peace. Except, Jesus says to, him, says to them, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Take heart. I have overcome the world. He says, basically, this is what you know about God. <laughs> Don't take heart in your circumstances. Oh, no, 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 no. No, right here. Take heart in the goodness of God. Because ultimately, I win. I have overcome the world. And so, for thousands of years, and now we're 2,000 years later, we can read this and we can say... Promise of God. I want to freak out about my circumstances. Oh, but you know what? Here's what I know about God. <laughs> I know he loves me more than I do. I know he loves the people I love more than I do. 
And I know he's got a plan that's much better than my plan. And in that, I will trust and I will have peace because I've got the truths of God's word. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I have that God. And because of that, I will have peace. And the promises of God will be strengthened in my life. And my prayers to God will be strengthened in my life. And my praise to God will be strengthened. This week, today, on the way home, let's just admit, we have things that freak us out. What if? The what ifs of our life. What if this happens to me? What if this happens to somebody I love? What if my life doesn't go the way I had planned it? Okay. But my God will. Here is what I know about my God. Not here is what I know about my circumstances. What if I get cancer? Uh, God's going to do what I want. No. No, the truths of God are, are still true if I have cancer. The truths of God are still true if I lose my job. The truths of God are still true if that relationship goes sideways. My God will never leave me or forsake me. But what if I get left by everybody? I know my God will still be with me. What if I had a hard patch in my life? I know that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because God is with me. What ifs? But my God will. Let's pray. Father, I, uh, I'm so thankful that you <clears throat> offer us peace. And I think sometimes I, I forget that I don't, I don't deserve it. But I'm, but I'm so grateful that you give it. And I, I think that, boy, oftentimes our default becomes stress and anxiety and fear and worry and depression. And, and yet, you're such a big God and you're such a loving God. And you say, do not fear, I'm with you. Help us to remember that this week. And Father, I, I realize that our circumstances, they may not get better. That's not a promise that you made. Not, not this side of heaven. They might not get better. But please help us to not focus on our circumstances. Help us focus on you. Um, I, I'm so thankful for who you are and for what you've done. I thank you for the Bible. God, please help us to study it more, to read it more, to get to know you better so that we can lean on that in the hard times. We love you. Thank you for thank you for loving us. In Jesus name amen.